I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. Hey everybody, I'm editing our podcast episode and I realized that Ashley and I did not record an intro for this episode. Not a big deal. I'm going to record one right now uh, so that we can do that. So basically, I just want to let you guys know what is going to be coming in this episode. And honestly, guys, as I was sitting here editing and, you know, I edit and I get to hear the content over and over and over and over again. And so I, I got to be honest with you guys. Like I haven't stopped smiling since I've been listening to this episode. Number one, uh, this episode's got a different dynamic and I think you're going to, you're going to feel that. And in part it has to do with, this is actually the first time that Ashley and I have ever recorded in the same room. Um, we always do it through zoom. So there's kind of a delay sometimes and And I've podcasted in rooms with other people before, just not Ashley, and the vibe is always different. It's always better, like in a good way. So number one, there's just a great vibe there with us. On top of that, we have two amazing people that we're interviewing today, Tim and Lizzie uh, of Tim Davis Photography are in the house today. And so they are just so amazing, hilarious, fun, chatty, uh, super great photographers, just overall great, great people. And uh, actually, before we even recorded the episode, we talked for about an hour and a half and we're just shooting the shit. And uh, I was super excited because I was like, oh my gosh, like there's just such a great dynamic here with all of us that the episode's going to be amazing. And guys, it was nothing short of magic. We get into so many conversations about um, just marriage stuff. And it, it really seems like we've been talking about marriage a lot lately with our last couple episodes. Uh, Ashley and I released the episode last week on Friday with Marriage is Hard, and then we talked all about that. Then we had the Feel Greens on, and we were talking about date night, and it's so cool to see how we don't necessarily plan for these episodes to go this way, at least with Tim and Lizzie, but we got into this big marriage topic about communication and really how to communicate better and how to understand one another better, and uh, it's just so, so, so good, so practical. Um, Not only that, Tim and Lizzie had an amazing wedding, and I get to hear all about it in this episode for the first time, and my mind is just like blown the whole time because uh, it was truly an amazing wedding. They opened up about some of the hardships that they dealt with. This is actually their second marriage and last marriage (laughs) from what Lizzie uh, tells Tim. I think he kind of makes a joke about this being his last marriage or something like that, but it was, you'll have to catch it. But um, so they, they have that, that they talk about and that they share about. And so uh, then we just get into lots of other little, little bitty rabbit trails, other little, little tidbits, but guys, the there's like, get ready for lots of big nuggets about communication and how to level that up. Because if we're being honest, I think that a lot of us find ourselves in situations to where we have a hard time communicating with our partner and like truly sharing what we want them to know. So um, we're going to be talking about all of that stuff in this episode. And and the audio is really clear because we're all in the same room. We all had good mics. And so anyways, I'm just really, really, really 
excited about this episode. So will you guys do me a favor? Let us know what you think. Um, it's been a minute since we've had a review. Uh, if you've been listening to this show and you're just like, oh my gosh, I, I want to leave a review, please go do it. Go leave us one and let us know what you think about the show. Let us know if it's helped you. Uh, send us a personal message on Instagram. Join the Bridal Breakdown community on Facebook and engage and interact there. Um, we want to get to know you guys. We want to hear what you're thinking. And it truly does help Ashley and I continue to go the distance with the podcast and to put in the work when we know that there are people out there that this content is resonating with. So let us know what you think. Leave us a review if you've been putting it off. Stop what you're doing. Pause the pad, pod, the podcast and go do it right now. And after you do it, you can resume the podcast and you can listen to this amazing interview with Tim and Lizzie. That's all I got. You guys enjoy. So we pretty much had the podcast before the podcast totally. uh, right now. Yeah. This is actually the first time we're recording at a table with other people, we had Nick and Jen on, and uh, but that was still like a hybrid. That was Zoom. Yeah. We're in person. They're in Zoom. This is yeah. the first episode. Like we're full Sit blown. Yay, science! With other people, <laughs> we're here with Lizzie and Tim. Yeah, yep, Lizzie and Tim Davis. Thanks for Tim having us. Tim Davis Photography. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to have you here. I'm freaking pumped. Still, <laughs> same. <laughs> Still, from the moment you got out of the car to still, my heart oh, is there still were, racing. When you, there were hugs. And, when you and texted us, stuff. it was like immediate, like, yep, yeah. <laughs> you bet, we will do this. I'm so excited. Yeah. You guys are going to love it. Yeah, it's it's if the episode is going to go the direction as like all of our shooting the shit and stuff has gone, I think it's going to be pretty pretty solid episode. It's going to be fun. Or yeah. it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for that. Let's not Can't set the bar way. too hard yet. Right. Too yeah. high, right? Right, uh, right. I'm kind of glad that we did all the shooting the shit prior to turning on or this episode <laughs> You guys be, missed so much. Oh, it would be hours. hours. It would be hours. <laughs> but informative. Oh, very. <laughs> nonetheless. Very. They'd be like, wow, this is what they all or deal with? Or nothing else entertaining. Literally, it's what happens when you get photographers at a table and Yes, start talking right. about frustrations and <laughs> yep. this and that and in industry stuff so yeah it's it's super cool but yep. today we're going to be talking about not photography stuff at well, probably all some photography well, stuff if it, you want it, it'll probably come up <laughs> yeah we can't not talk about it <laughs> right but i had actually we so we sat down together ashley and i and we we're like all right we let's who can we bring on and I tossed out, hey, let's have Tim and Lizzie on. And you were like, oh my God, that's the best idea ever. <laughs> and so immediately, that's probably when she sent the text and yeah. was like, hey, you know, and then you're like, yeah, let's come on. But we had a couple things in mind. Uh, number one, you guys had a pretty intentional wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Before intentional weddings were really, like you were doing the whole, let's not just do a wedding, the wedding template way yeah. before it was on the forefront of everybody's mind and like, you know, COVID happened and everybody right. started to actually be intentional with yeah. their guests and all the things. Mm-hmm. You guys did it first. You were yeah. cool. You set the trend. I don't yeah. even think we knew we were doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't either. I, I think know. it was a combination of obviously being married prior to, but you know, we do go to a few weddings yeah. regularly. One, two, one or two. That is so you kind of know what you like and what you don't like. Um, but that we was a really, benefit, yeah. yeah. And we really wanted to not necessarily do something different from like a trend standpoint, but just to do something intentional where a lot of people focus on the wedding and the party. And we really wanted to focus on 
our relationship and our marriage and combining our families and really having, you know, our support system there. We didn't invite a whole lot. Some people that weren't invited showed up. <laughs> Seriously, we had wedding crashers there. <laughs> it was amazing. It made me feel like I was I I'd finally made it. Actually, right, yeah, like someone if you crashed actual... my wedding. Wait, wedding real? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like I had several were... people come up and like congratulations, and I was like, who hey, uh, I mean, it's fine if you're here. Or well, whatever. if you're a wedding crash, did you know who they were? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, there were there was there were two that we did know. Oh, that's and there was true. there was one guy that we were like. What? Who are you? And yeah. What are you doing? He How like, did that get He passed? like held the door open for us and everything. And we ended up asking some somebody like, "Do you know that person?" And I was literally like, there till cleanup. Yeah. Dude, and yeah. I don't recognize. Like I don't. I think they left. I think they left and went over yeah. to the compound or something. Too but also, we were just really happy, so we were like, "It's it fine." Yeah. It everybody party with we us. ordered enough. Yeah. Go exactly. exactly. Yeah. Two weeks ago, Lara uh, threw out. She's like, "Hey, what if we crashed a wedding one day?" And I was like. <laughs> We should. Maybe not in Wichita. Like Yeah, where everyone knows not in you. Wichita, yeah. Yeah. But we should, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It would be fun. That would be fun. So you said that you guys, you know, since you obviously are at lots of uh, yes. weddings. Yes, this is what I wanted to ask. And you. you know, you knew what you didn't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew what you did want. What are some of those things? Like, what are some things that you knew right off the bat, we didn't want this? And then some other things that you're like, yeah, we want to do this. Feel free to hate on burlap. As well. Oh, okay. Burlap is the yes. Of my this is existence. a like recurring thing we talk Mason about. Mason like, jars oh, and burlap. Yeah, I know. It's country and chic. Oak rounds. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, and baby's breath. Yeah. I mean, from no like an aesthetic breath. standpoint, eucalyptus leaves were very popular. They were. And we kind of wanted to get away from that. But like we talked about earlier, we really just wanted to work with the vendors that we loved and that we trusted. And we kind of gave them creative freedom to do what they don't normally get to do well, with their that, clients. And that's what was so exciting about that was that these vendors are usually getting, you know, uh, micromanaged, <laughs> managed. Yeah. Uh, into these, these, you know, things that they've done forever or mm-hmm. that they've done, sorry, that they've done thousands of times. Um, and so this, I, th- I think, I hope that they really appreciated the fact that we were just like, we just want you to do something that you want to do yeah. that you think is going to be really special and unique. And it was every single vendor. Mm-hmm. did something that was completely unique and beautiful. And it was, it was more of an honor for us. Yeah. So, so yeah. what made you guys want to do that? Because that's pretty, that's a pretty bold thing to do. Yeah. And I, I love it. Like that sounds so unique and so just really cool. I mean, yeah. I don't know another word to say, but like, it was just really cool. What made you guys? I think a lot of it was just that we had both been through, uh, mar- uh, you know marriages before right and so we both been married before we'd both done the traditional type weddings before um and so this was just an opportunity to 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 not do that yeah. <laughs> and think- to make it to make it about us yeah and, uh, about our relationship and the people that um had you know gone through that with us and supported yeah. us and um well and i think a lot of almost all of the vendors, probably all of the vendors that we used are very dear friends. Yeah. Right. And they were the people like they were some of the people that we relied on heavily for emotional support. And it was just, it was kind of a way that we could honor them and celebrate their, you know, obviously love and stuff for us, but it was a way that we could showcase their talent Mm. and things that they were really interested in doing. Yeah. And not so much. I was really just like, I don't like orange or <laughs> cow lilies and <laughs> whatever else you go do your thing, man. Well, it sounds kind of like you wanted them to be able to have fun. Yes. Like enjoy yes. what you're doing because you're working on my day and I love you yes. deeply. Yeah. 
have a lot of fun yeah. with it. Yeah, because there's we've all been in situations where we've been asked to do things that we're not super excited about mm-hmm. doing. And it is hard to be creative in those moments mm-hmm. or to enjoy those oh, moments totally. because you're like, I don't want to do a picture of you guys jumping up a hill or running from a dinosaur. Running from yes, a dinosaur. I can edit a dinosaur into um, the photo. Do yes, I want to? exactly. No. And yep. so, yeah. Is that we, behind us, by the way? <laughs> the last time someone asked me to do that, Instead of a T-Rex coming out, I found a picture of an angry kitty <laughs> and instead put that behind them. And it was and lovely. I thought it was hysterical. I don't think the group thought it was very funny. It's fine. <laughs> it would have been much better. I think I think that that era is behind Man, us. I, so I hope, so. hope, I hope yeah, nobody listening so. is like, like, oh, I really wanted thing? to do or that. Just do that. Or just did it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm Damn sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So did your vendor team work together and communicate and say hey we're doing this we're doing this or did they just kind of stay in their own lanes no i think they definitely work together and that's the thing that we liked about those vendors is for us you know we've got certain vendors that we work with that you know we would consider like an a list of vendors yeah and so we were lucky enough to have a lot of those guys and the reason we love working with those vendors when we're actually shooting a wedding is we know that when we step into that wedding, it's going to be effortless for us oh, because yeah. we're all on the same page. And, and our goal, everybody's goal for that day is to make sure that the bride and groom have an exceptional experience. Every once in a while, you'll get a vendor who doesn't get that. It's selfish. It's about them. It's yeah, about their absolutely. portfolio. Yeah, right. yeah. And so it becomes a lot more difficult um, you know, to, to get that experience for your client. So we knew, like with these vendors, like it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, like we that we knew that they were gonna were gonna give us something incredible you're gonna take care of you oh yeah well and we had ashley and faith tag team for a lot of the planning and decor and like ashley went to almost every single meeting with me and not that we had a lot because i initially just told them what i liked or what we wanted and uh they kind of went from there but i mean they're they're like our best friends so yeah they're family it was really easy to trust them to do what they're good at obviously because we've seen their work in person with other weddings but we also knew that like their love for us would show through yeah so and it did yeah yeah how do you think because you guys had these personal relationships with your vendors and so did i so i I mean i can relate on that regard yeah but with people who don't and obviously aren't in this industry how what would you say to them because it sounds even from talking before like something you remember so fondly about your wedding is just trusting your vendors and mm-hmm. how much that meant to you. How can they know that they're hiring somebody that they can trust or be able to develop that same or similar mm-hmm. fondness for their vendors to just be able to trust them and let them do their thing? So you're probably not going to like this because we already talked about this <laughs> earlier. But I know you're say. so our so our so that's a great question, <laughs> and I think for for those clients that are wondering how to get to build that rapport with their vendors or how to get a good sense of who they are is by meeting with them in person. <laughs> and I know there's not, there's some photographers who enjoy that, some don't. Um, and there's pros and cons to both. Um, for us, that's how we're able to build the best rapport we can with a client right off the bat is having them come in for a, uh, you know, a, an in-person Well, you also know that's like a huge place for you to shine. 
really <sighs> Thank like you. looking around this table at all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> like if you have somebody sit with you at a table, they're going to be like, there's no way that I can hang out with anybody else on my wedding day. Right. Legitimately. Well, we yeah. pu- we push that in the consultation. We yeah. tell people like we, uh, we tell them why that's important to us that we meet in, in person. And we tell them like when you go meet with other vendors, whether it's photographers or floors or anybody, make sure you get along with them. Yes. Because especially the photographer, yep. they're going to be with you all day. Yep. And if they don't, totally if true. they have a horrible sense of humor. If or you they, hate their laugh. Yes. Like, exactly. Like, oh, I Little can't listen things to like that. Yeah. Or if they're yeah. just not excited or mm-hmm. they, you know, you'll get a sense real quick during that first consultation, whether your vendor loves what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they don't, you need to walk away and go find somebody else that loves what they do. I totally agree. And on that sentiment, and in part because I don't meet with my couples in person, <laughs> but... Which is fine. Which you, is fine, You yes. also, we do like, we try to do phone calls. Sometimes people book on the spot, but most of our people, because we have a heavy presence on social media, right. mm-hmm. if you follow a vendor on social media yep. and they are heavily on there, you can right. tell like you get to know them through yeah them. and yeah. if you're a little like right. addicted to watching them you're probably going to enjoy them in right. person so that's another thing and that you can also probably get a gauge from and that is mm-hmm. definitely where you guys True. shine we talk about this all the time about how there, that's a huge difference i think between our our studios is that we don't have as big of a social media as a lot of other photographers um but it's also I, we talked about it, we're like well it's probably because we have five kids yeah it's hard to make that time to do it but <laughs> but that's why probably the in-person stuff for us is going to be so much more important than mm-hmm. this for you guys because we don't have that presence on social media it's about as creating as connection yeah. right i think is what it boils oh, down totally. to totally connection yeah connection is the word well that's what's funny is any so we get mad uh, about it but every time we post we'll post a picture on you know uh, a photo that i think is amazing and i'm just like i can't wait for people to see this and it gets like mediocre likes you know and you're like what in the world and then the next day we'll post a picture of the two of us you know explodes well, everyone just loves want it Tim and i'm just Lizzie. like this yeah. is ridiculous yeah. Yeah. people do want tim and lizzie it's yeah. well but, but it's it, probably because it's so rare that we yeah, post anything I think it, personal it, but it does it does clue us into the fact that people want to know this is yeah. what they want yeah. to see who, who we are yeah. yeah and that's so it's so important well and also piggybacking on your question i think a lot of brides especially are scared to vocalize their feelings with their vendors and like we always tell people like it's we'll be your therapist throughout this process (laughs) because we both have degrees in psychology yeah like if we're (laughs) if you're scared or worried or anxious or something and you want to text me at three o'clock in the afternoon saying hey i'm really freaked out and we text back and forth and at the end of our conversation everything's fine like i would much rather have you tell me that you're nervous going into your engagement session than like be nervous going into your engagement session than us thinking like wow you're not at all the same type of person that you were when you came in for your consultation yeah so just like vocalizing with your vendors like hey i'm really you know, we get this all the time. I'm not trying to bother you. Like you've paid <laughs> yes. your vendors you paid to, to bother them. You have access. Yes. So exactly. Right. And like if people like our phones are there for our convenience. So if we can't answer a phone call at nine o'clock on a Friday night, 
we'll call you the next day. No, on the flip yeah. side, yeah. if you haven't booked a vendor and you're expecting them to be, be right, no. don't do that. No, yeah. no, 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 don't do that. At all. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> no. That's not there, fair to anybody. There needs right. to be investment on both sides. Yes. There needs sure. to be some commitment. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we and we're I think we're pretty open with people on that in our, in our yeah. consultations. Is 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 when we tell them like when you book with us, right. we will do these things for you. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Well, because the worst thing that happens, just to be on a little tangent, is when I've like spent so much time and invested so much time helping these people and they're like yes i'm so gonna book and then they're like actually yeah i'm taking this timeline that you built to my next <laughs> photographer yeah, I'm like, Great. yeah. 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 Yep. it happened to me just this week <laughs> yeah where i spent so much time kind of like, guiding this so process and then i lost him to somebody who was cheaper which Sorry, is fine man. it was me <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> it's great i'm yeah. glad but at the same time it's like dang it i shouldn't have made that no, timeline yeah, I I totally totally that yeah. yeah. You, you feel like you've you've wasted a lot of time that could have been spent on that's why boundaries are important. <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're talking about w- how people can choose a vendor team that they can trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're getting to this this spot of connection, being in mm-hmm. person, meeting people, mm-hmm. following them on social media. But the whole like foundation of this conversation is you need to know who they are. Right. Even on a personal level, mm-hmm. and know some stuff about them. And at least for photographers, I don't know. I don't know that you need to know who your florist is. You're not going to interact with them all right. day. I mean, it's important that you like sure. you right. know, the work that they do, but at least for a photographer, videographer, DJ, you know, people that you're going to be interacting with, you got to not just be able to tolerate them. Mm-hmm. You you should really connect with them on yeah. some level. And yeah. trust them because that's going to play a lot into your mental health going into like throughout wedding planning and going into your wedding day. Like Lizzie, you said, you remember walking in, or maybe Tim, you said it, walking into your reception, you had no idea what it looked like, mm-hmm. but you trusted your people. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't right. give them really any guidance. And you're yeah. just like, whatever it is, is what it is. And I'm just letting that go. I'm not going to be, let that something, let that be something that steals my joy. Right, exactly. Well, and it's like, you were at our wedding. Do you remember what my bouquet looked like? Literally. And no, because <laughs> nobody cares. You were saying that eucalyptus was really popular back then. And I'm like, yeah, it was. Did you have eucalyptus? Like, I have no idea. Uh-huh. I think there was red in your flowers, yeah. but that's like literally the only thing yeah. I remember. Like, what do you remember most about our wedding? You, your ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Which is so crazy because I that's not normally what I would say. Right. It's like the party afterwards but or whatever. Your, res- your ceremony was so heartfelt. What that's was what a lot it? of people say. What was it about it? Well. That made it heartfelt. Todd spoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. Todd was a sweet So guy. your yeah, your best, best friend, friend yeah. was your officiant, yeah. and he did phenomenal. I mean, tears. Yeah. From yeah. every, I had I never was seen crying. Todd cry. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's doing it while I'm about to get married. I'm like, oh come on, man. And I love Todd, but what's annoying about him is like he had he had bullet points for the, he had no idea what he was going to say <laughs> going into that day. <laughs> he winged other it, yeah. than like some some. <laughs> Little highlights. Yeah. And he totally killed it. Because it's somebody that you know right. and right. love mm-hmm. and who you're connected with. Mm-hmm. And so that was really special mm-hmm. to watch. Also, you guys did personal vows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those were incredible. I'm serious. I remember all of this. <laughs> that's crap. awesome. Like, <laughs> they were so special. And that's some, another thing is like when making a wedding feel intentional, those personal vows mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I that's my favorite part of my wedding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I remember that. Your kids, mm-hmm. I remember, like I, I'm sure the reception was fun. Right, I don't as, all, as much. Rem- I don't really remember it. But that's uh, the thing, like, which that's, probably for other reasons. Because you were wasted. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> that's right. No, but that's that's something that talking about intentional planning. Like, of course, we wanted everybody to have a good time, but we wanted all of the shit <laughs> that yeah. we went through 
to be worth it. Yeah. And we wanted to display being on the other side of all of it and, and being able to show that to our loved ones and family and friends and all that stuff. So I would much rather have people remember how much we love each other than the party afterwards. I would 100% say that's what I remember. Yeah. It's like seeing that's awesome. your love, which I know that about you guys, yeah. but it was it's different. Like yeah. I, that was like one of the most special weddings I've ever been to. Well, thank was you. yours. Well, it's just that so cool cuz we we feel that way also. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it just was so my cool favorite yeah, right. cuz like when you were talking about like what are we trying to accomplish? It's you know celebrating your love, you know, especially with those who supported you guys through this right. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you know, you point blank just ask Ashley off the cuff and to hear your answer, it's like, oh, well, that's what was accomplished. Right. Yeah. And to hear that from so many other people, like, mm-hmm. right. we remember the ceremony and the love that was on display and mm-hmm. all that all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. You mentioned, Lizzie, some of the shit that, that you guys went through. Like, what kind yeah. of challenges did you guys navigate? <clears throat> Sec- you know, you're coming on. Yeah. Second marriage. Second, second marriage, marriage mm-hmm. for both of us. And I think, you know, for me, um, I have three brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, two of them are married. So those, their wives and my ex-wife were, were close. And so it's really hard when you go through a divorce and you're trying to bring someone new into their lives. There's just, there's going to be conflict there. And yeah. it's yeah. really Naturally. hard to get, to navigate that sometimes. Um, and so that was, that there was, there was there were a lot of lot of issues there. I think um, that you know, I don't think are as bad now, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's boundaries. it is, yeah. But that and that's just it. We've I think we've set up some pretty good boundaries and and just uh, you know just said like well, that's on them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is this is about us. And if if they want to come, that's great. And if they don't, that's also great. Yeah. And you just, there's a lot of stuff that you just, you literally just have to let go. Right. And as hard as it is. Yeah. Cause you want, you want, you know, you've got that ideal view of, of how, you know, your extended family is going to be. And yeah. when it's not that way, it, it sucks, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just, you know, your, <laughs> your expectation hasn't been met. And, yeah. um, but again, the best thing you can do for your, your mental health is to just step back and say, well, that's okay. We've, we've still got what we're after. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, and even like for me, I was adopted when I was a baby, met my biological mom when I was 17. <laughs> um, and in my first wedding, I felt like I couldn't have her be a big part of it because I didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings. And I just ended up hurting myself in that because I yeah. really wanted her to be a part of it. And so the second time around, I was very vocal about what those expectations were. And as anxiety inducing as that conversation was going up to it, like after I had it, everybody was on the same page and it was great. And if they weren't on the same page, then they could remove themselves. And man, that was truly, and that's what we encourage a lot of our couples to do too. Like, I know that you're trying to be respectful to your parents because they're helping pay or whatever. But like at the end of the day, it's your wedding and this is your relationship. It's your marriage moving forward. And if people choose to punish you because you're standing up for yourself, then like that's on them. But we we actually have in our, in our questionnaires (laughs) that we send to our clients, um, 
one of the questions is are the is there are there is there any awkwardness or anything that we should know about yeah. your family? Yeah. And that's an important question because we we're okay helping them navigate those mm-hmm. things because we've seen it so many times before. And so we can tell them first off you are not alone. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. only are you not alone, but we've been through it. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're able to tell your client that, man, it relieves so much stress for them mm-hmm. knowing that like no one's going to, we're not going to be judging you. Right. We'll, we'll be the last people to judge you on that. Um, so yeah, that's. Yeah. And if, if I need to be the bad, the bad guy, right. that's like, Hey, mom and dad who are divorced and hate each other and don't want to be in the same room together. But the bride wants a picture with her mom and dad. Get I'm going to say, yeah. Hey mom and dad. <laughs> Why don't we get your picture with your daughter? Because this is the one time that she wants one on you to either do something side, for her. She wants yes, this. exactly. Yep. It's ten seconds, and, and they, it'll be and fine. They're already there, and so they're they're usually they're caught off guard by it, and they're like, oh, okay, yep. well, I'm not going to be the one to say no. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so yeah. It, it works, and yep. it's great. And and man, like this past year has been a challenge with family, just not being on the same page. Yeah. And I'll tell you. The first time you say no, <laughs> it gets so much easier yeah. to keep when you saying start those no. Boundaries. Yep. Yeah. And like honestly, I've seen a full circle of improved relationships because I've told people like, "Hey, I'm not going to do that," yeah. or "I'm not going to expose my kids to that," or yeah. "This is how we operate." And if you're not comfortable with it, that's fine. And I respect your stance, but you also need to respect that, like. If you're not willing to do this, then we'll remove ourselves yeah, or we're probably whatever. not going to be as big a part of your lives. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Going this forward. is a really I'm loving all of this. I think a lot of our brides that we have right now are probably getting married for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's this fear that I think exists in them. That's that's like it's just so hard for them to it's like they're on the on a cliff right mm-hmm. and they and they just need to take the jump and right. say that no like mm-hmm. what would y'all's advice be to someone like whether it's a bride or a groom and they're hearing this and like man I need to have this conversation mm-hmm. conversation with xyz what would y'all's advice be to those people who are right there and all they need to do is take the jump they need right. to say that first yeah. no what would you say to them Take a, a big swig of whiskey and no, 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 no. sorry. Not that. Hey, liquid uh, courage is a thing. Right. No, uh, I mean, you can answer. No, no, no. You're, I, already, I already went into this knowing that you were going to talk way more than me. Well, so it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I listen to a lot of psychology podcasts. Um, no, the biggest uh, thing for me, like the only reason I ever make it through anything is because I have my husband who supports me mm. and encourages me. So having those hard conversations are so much easier when you have your partner with you. And like you're going into doing life together. Yeah. So you might as well start with putting those boundaries in place because I mean, you really need to evaluate like what's the worst case scenario. If it means your mom's not going to be at your wedding, that would really suck if she made that decision. But that's not your fault. She made that. decision. Yes. She made that decision and she'll regret it. Yeah. Yeah. So that would really suck if she didn't get to be a part of it. But man, especially once you have kids in the mix, you're just like, I will never let anyone treat my children the way that I've allowed you to treat me. So yeah. I might as well start with a really good example to my kids about what healthy relationships look like. Yeah. And it is, it's knowing what <laughs> that healthy relationship looks like. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, for me, I was lucky enough to have two parents that modeled that for me oh perfectly. 
Um, dream in-laws. They're great. Just yeah. a dream. But I also, but I had friends. Where who, can I get some of those? I know. Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I, had, borrow yeah, I earned Maybe those. <laughs> I earned those in-laws. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Not that I'm saying you did it. Right. No, no. But for a case of beer, probably. Right, that's all yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Me, so you can yeah. have them also. <laughs> I'll borrow them. That's fine. They're great. We got, got yeah. some big family events coming up. Excellent. I'm sure they would love that. That's a big part of it, though. Uh, but also, just I, I think with anybody, there's there's a couple out there that that you're always going to look up to and think like, "Wow, they've figured yes. it out," you yes. know. Yes. So if that's what you want, it it didn't come easy. Mm-mm. You know, those relationships don't come easy, and um, so you just you have to really sit down and think, "What do we want? Yeah, what do we really want for our lives? Mm-hmm. What do we want for our happy? How are we going to be content <clears> with all of this?" And so, how much communication is happening between you two? While you're navigating all of this, I, I'm thinking of the couple who I I like to go to the stereotypical guy. Oh, yep. yeah. A, often because stereotypes exist for a reason. Sure. A lot mm-hmm. of times they are in the majority. Spot so, on. So I'm yeah. thinking man woman relationship, stereotypical mm-hmm. guy, doesn't say much. Right. Whatever you, know, you want, honey. Or, 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 <laughs> or if that, that's the nice <laughs> right. way, yeah. right? You yeah. know, like to maybe there isn't this relationship that exists where they can say, Hey, I'm feeling this mm. about that. Um, and you guys, I would imagine you're having lots of conversations throughout yeah, all of this. Like, like to talk, you know, what do you say to that couple who it's hard for them to open up and have these conversations? Yeah, it's funny. We, you know, we'll, we'll see all kinds of dynamics with the couples that we shoot. And totally. it's funny. Cause there are some times where we're just like, we don't get it, but it works for that couple. Somehow it works for that couple. Yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to speak to that just because we're not in that world. We're not completely yeah. different planet, those people. But somehow they've figured out how to make it work. So I guess you need to just figure out like you, you, you need to figure out what makes the other person um, receptive, you know, yeah. um, Bids for and communication. How, to, how, to, how to bring their guard down a little bit, you know, um, maybe. Uh, to be able to tell them that you're feeling vulnerable or that you're feeling like you need help with something or that you feel like you need to talk something through. Um, with us, it's easy. We're both psych majors, so... Yeah, and Tim, we always joke about how Tim's the like stereotypical girl in our relationship because he's a lot more like emotional and sensitive and like wants to talk about things and work things through. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll just harbor all of this negativity yeah. in and, but I also ride motorcycles. Like this is literally and you stuff, and so. are me and Justin. <laughs> and it's the same, and but, it's the same thing with Larry. <laughs> right. And I. right. Like, so yeah. I have learned though, that as uncomfortable as those conversations make me feel <laughs> in the moment, like I improve, I become a more healthy version of myself that I want to be. It helps me have hard conversations with people who were triggering in the past. Yeah. And it also helps our relationship grow. So as like the first step to anything is so hard and just, you know, but you, you, but but when you, as soon as you make that step Mm -hmm. with your, your partner, you start developing habits Mm -hmm. and it's developing good habits Mm -hmm. that matter. So, that's kind of what we, I have tried to do through our yeah. relationship is just develop those good habits, and we still we still have a ways to go. Like I think there's there's plenty of things that we could do better in our relationship, and but a that's a lot of things wait, we can do. Wait, better what? A lot of oh, no, just wow. one or two. Well, let's yeah, talk fine. about that. You really <laughs> have a laundry list. It really seems like with every thought that we're having about family dynamics and how to navigate conversations, it keeps coming back to like you two. And so it seems like you 
being each other's like support beacon yeah. is really what gets you through these conversations. It's oh, what yeah. gets you through navigating, you know, the family drama mm-hmm. or like the things that are happening behind the scenes. Maybe mom has all these like opinions and like maybe you don't want your mother-in-law's opinions, but you two being at each other's side mm-hmm. is what gets you through it. Right. Yeah, and it's not always, it's not always a situation where like if, if I come to Lizzie with a problem that I've having where she's just going to automatically agree with me and say like, yeah, screw that person or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I do that at, <laughs> at first for emotional support. There, there, there is going to be a time where she'll, she'll get me to kind of take a step back and say, yeah, but have you looked at it from this point of view? Or so that's, that's just as important is to have someone that can keep you accountable and keep you level because I have the tendency not to be level ever. Uh, you are level. You're just at a level that's higher. <laughs> I'm at a level. At a higher yeah. level. Uh, so, so it's nice to have someone like that that can bring you back down to earth and, and like tell you that the sun's getting real low. <laughs> <laughs> I love that real reference. Lullaby. Yeah. Um, and, and just to help you take a step back and say, okay, maybe, maybe this wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was. And just understanding too that like you don't have to solve world hunger. Right. Like all your the only thing that you're doing right now is yes, you're planning a wedding, but like in this moment, just do the next thing that you need to do. So have that conversation with your mom or, you know, tell your spouse that you actually hate the tuxes that he picked out (laughs) or whatever. But understanding that like just because you see all of these, you know, anxiety inducing things in front of you doesn't mean that you have to like take the whole plate at once that's overwhelming yes yeah yeah. one like in front of the other you're gonna drop all of them yeah if you try to do it all at once yeah Yeah. pick one yeah and just remembering too and i tell my kids this frequently but like trying to understand the person behind the behavior so yeah maybe your mom is really opinionated but maybe she's that way because her mom wasn't involved at all in her right. wedding Gosh, or that's maturity. that yeah. she like didn't get to have the wedding that she wanted and she just wants to make you happy or whatever. Like you're humanizing an individual. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, and like know. take the role out of it and realize that like maybe my mom's just trying to do something nice for me and she just doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. Right. Because of things that happened to her in her life right. or, or X, Y, Z. Is there anything that you took away from your previous marriages that you realized like, mm, I'm going to do this better or I want to like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Find, sure you like, know, like someone. all of it. Let me get the book yeah, right. out here and I'll go chapter by chapter yeah. of all of those Is there things. Some Be- of it that we can talk about because oh, yeah, we can talk about sure. all of it. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, you know, you guys are talking about communication mm-hmm. and a lot of times, you know, maybe that existed in, in the previous marriage, maybe some version of it, you know, did or did not. But, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at how you guys are interacting, the things that you're saying, and I can't help but wonder, like, man, I wonder if there was some like leveling up in these areas Wisdom. because of, yeah. of past relationships. Yeah. You know, yeah. What do you guys have to to say yeah, to that? The first thing I told my kids when I went through my first divorce was your first, uh, first divorce. <laughs> my, sorry, my, <laughs> my, my after my first marriage ended is what News I meant flash. to say. Only, uh, only divorce. <laughs> <laughs> We need to talk. When we get uh, Timothy, I took <laughs> it that way too. I'm like, <laughs> first divorce? How no. many are we at? No, no, no. I did not take my it that way. My first marriage okay. is what I meant to no, say. Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, no. The first I, thing you told your kids after first, your divorce. The first thing I told them was, um, this, this was, this was my fault too. Like, I, you know, I was not a good 
husband. I should have been a better husband. And I took blame where blame was, was due. Um, and I thought that that was really important for them to hear because I didn't want to be this guy that was going to say, yeah, your mom sucks. And she did all these things to me. And this is why we got divorced. It was all because of her, because I knew someday they're going to figure out that that's not true. That can't be true. You know, and um, I would say in most situations, uh, it's both people that, that destroy a marriage. Um, not all situations, but um, but I think the majority of them, that's, that's what ends up happening. And um, so the biggest thing for me was just that my kids know that I was taking responsibility for the things that I had done wrong. Um, and so going into this marriage, um, it was also just about being honest with myself and the things that I was doing wrong. And if I screwed up, um, I would admit it and, yeah. and say, I really screwed that up and I'm sorry. Uh, you know, and that, I think that goes big for both of us. Um, because, uh, probably in my previous marriage, there wasn't a whole lot of that. I literally, we, t- I was about to say Tim and I, Chris and I were <laughs> sitting here and talking about how... Oh, right before they came. Right before yeah. they came. There is an episode we're going to record that's probably already been We almost recorded it. Yeah. Really? And it was about how like marriage can be ugly and a lot of people yeah. don't say sorry. Yep. And like also the fact that like we talk on this about like, you know, it's your first one and only wedding. And we were sitting here and we were like, the odds are against you. This is probably not your only wedding. Yeah, man. Like fifty percent divorce rate. Yes. Yeah, and not it increases by be... like another thirty percent on your second marriage. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's an eighty percent chance. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we really just like to like pull back the curtain a little bit, you know. Yeah. In in the wedding industry, it's hard. Like it's just supposed to be this big happy day that is amazing. And a lot of them are, right. but yeah, the reality is. is, is that you wake up next to a human the next day. Right. And even if you have been living t- with each other prior to that, mm-hmm. it's different. I would yeah. 100% agree. I it lived with Justin for years. Different. Our first year of, of marriage, which was also 2020, but it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. But it was awful. Like, uh, why would it not be? Because you spend a year investing all of this time and effort mm-hmm. and energy into your wedding day and you don't put half of that into your relationship. Right. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> There's some truth See, for I you. Just, like, ah, I like that. Yeah. No, yeah. for real. It's you so completely true. neglect your marriage right. or yeah. your relationship throughout wedding planning. Because your energy's done after that. Yeah. And then you're like, yes. Ugh, I don't want to do anything with you for the next year because right. I just put in all of this effort into our wedding day. And then you have a baby and now all of your effort is focused on that child. And that's what happens. I think to a lot of people is they're my, one of the greatest things my dad ever told me was, uh, your mom is first every time. Mm -hmm. Like if the house is burning down, I get your mom out first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And like that was always set with us. And I just knew how important mom was to him at that point. Um, so yeah, I just think that's, when you have that focus, um, that this, this person is my number one. What uh, do you guys wish you would have known about marriage the first time around going into it? Oh man. Now. <laughs> so much. That it, marriage doesn't mean <laughs> sacrificing who you are yes. just to make it work. Yeah. And I think because mm. you're not actually making it work, you're, you're, you're tolerating it because you think that marriage means you're making the other person happy when if you're not happy with who you are don't know who you are how can you be in a relationship with someone (laughs) right and you're not even being you right not authentic well that's like 
the big thing that I took away. I mean, I married my high school sweetheart. We were married for like two and a half years and we had such an immature relationship and it was because I grew up not having great models of healthy marriages and I just thought that once you're married it fix all of it fixes all of your other relational issues because like you're married now and like people treat you differently because you're married <laughs> it's a really immature mindset um but I also married the first person that told me that he loved me and so I was under the impression that like no one else would love me and so I better hold on to this one because yeah. and I better do all of the things that he wants and that make him happy because that's the only reason like he's with me because I've made him happy this whole time by sacrificing who I was as an individual because when I started being me is when everything started falling apart yeah and that's that's the hard part is when when you realize that I've been working so hard at pleasing this other person becoming who they want me to be that I've neglected who I am. Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for anyone to be the best version of themselves. Absolutely. A healthy ver right. version of You're, themselves in that and space. Then when, and then when you you are constantly not hitting that mark for that person, that causes frustration and yeah. it causes anxiety and it causes anger. And all of a sudden you just start crumbling from the mm -hmm. inside out. And it's terrifying mm -hmm. because you think, now what? Yeah. Now what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, like your life is over shriveling yep. you're like i don't know where to go from here right. where to turn yep. like that's all i've ever that's all well, i've and known it, and my other big fear was you know when i saw that my marriage was coming to an end i thought what about the kids mm -hmm. you know yeah and you start trying to figure out like what is this going to do to them are they going to just is this going to obliterate them are they going to be scarred by this for their lives and i had a really good friend tell me he just shook his hand he said man Kids are so resilient, like just love them and mm -hmm. they'll be fine. And the, then that's, that's good. But it, the best thing Tim ever did for his kids in that situation was become a healthy parent. Yeah. And a healthy person. Yeah. Cause now they, they are getting to see a version of me that was, that was me. Like they're getting to see me for the first time. And I love that. I love wow. that they're able to, to know me, you know, and not who I was trying to be. Um, and they, they Who see me for all my, to be. yeah, they yeah. see me for all my faults and all my imperfections and they still love me, you know? And, uh, cause it gives them, gives them the, the, uh, the ability and the freedom to, to, to also fail mm -hmm. and, and not right. do things, uh, you it's know, like giving them permission. Absolutely. Yes. And that's so important, uh, with, with kids. Whereas in, you know, in my, in my first marriage, I don't, I don't think that was a, an option. Uh, most days, you know, you, I had to, I was trying to live up to this impossible ideal and it just, I knew, I knew that it was never, I was never going to be able to do that. So, which made me feel like a failure as a father, failure as a husband, a failure kind of as a domino effect in, absolutely. in so many areas in, in your life. You know, yep. it's just kind of like, yeah, the, you know, it's literally the dominoes. I don't feel like I'm doing great here. And then it right. bleeds in everything else. Yep. Mm -hmm. Work life, yep. friendships, yep. you know, faith. If that's an aspect of someone's yeah. life, mm -hmm. like it, it bleeds over into everything. Yeah, yeah. That was, faith was actually a big, big contention in my first marriage, where because I started, you know, <laughs> I started believing in a fairly different theology than than her, and boy, that was that was rough, you yeah. know. And 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 when you're with someone that can't take that, and and help, you know, walk through that with you. Uh, then, then I truly believe, boy, that's when it's really 
that's when it's almost impossible. It's hard to see a reality that exists where things get better. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like, or you've, it's almost like you've rounded a corner that you can't, you don't feel like you can come back from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you guys build a relationship that is so open and with like full of so much connection because you both came into this with a different set of eyes than your first marriage. How did you build that together? Very slowly. Yeah. (laughs) And with lots of crying. Yeah. Just lots. Did you do like lots of hard conversations? Yeah. Did you set boundaries early? What did that look like? I feel like the best thing that we did to connect with each other was identifying our own triggers Yeah, because we both have very specific ones from our previous relationships. Can you define triggers? Um, for instance, if, <laughs> if I read Tim's mind and think that he feels like I'm not doing enough for him, then I'm not a good person and I'm not a good wife and I'm not a good mom, and I'm not doing enough. He has never said these words to me, nor will he ever. <laughs> nor have I thought them. Right. But, or like, <laughs> nor can she read my mind. It's something like so little. Like if, if he empties the dishwasher or something, I'm like, well, great. I'm like such he's, a bad he's housekeeper he's mad because he's I didn't do it soon enough yes. or whatever. Or like if for Tim, his, his triggers are like feeling inadequate or criticized so if i all things from my previous marriage right so if i like hey uh next time you're out and you go to sonic just text me and like because i'll probably want something totally innocent and then he's like well fuck, i'm a terrible (laughs) husband and i'm inconsiderate and i'm not doing enough for you Uh, and it's just like being able to say like no i'm gonna listen to what you're saying and not Assume. The history that I've had right. because I'm married to you now and I'm not married to who I was married to beforehand. So understanding that like it's never our intention to hurt the other person and we that's need to good. just and let that's huge <laughs> that's intention. The, that's the biggest part of it for me is that like understanding that we both hate hurting each other. Mm-hmm. If we have either one of us has felt like we've hurt the other person. It's it was not the intention. Sucks. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you're just like that's where I think I get most flustered and frustrated is when I know that I have or think that mm-hmm. I have hurt her somehow, and then and that can, you know, I've got two ways I can go with that. I can get more upset or I can back off and say, I'm really sorry. That I'm so sorry if that if I did that if that came across the wrong way or or if I if I did really do something that hurt her. I, Boy, you gotta. I just, I'm a big fan of nipping that shit in the bud, like right uh, away. Yeah. And uh, some, some, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes Lizzie needs a little more time just I'm to, to, yeah. to, to decompress. And yeah. I have to give her that. So we've both had to, to kind of stretch, you know, um, uh, for each other as far as, you know, knowing when to give the other person time and to back off and when I can come back and, you know, say those things. And I think we've gotten pretty good at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but it, it took a while. But like acknowledging that your spouse is your safe place yeah, yeah. is great because yeah. everything beyond that, all of the behaviors that you exhibit, yes, you're not perfect all the time, but like I I am trying to work on not assuming his Gosh, intentions. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Because it is hard, especially when you've been conditioned for yeah. X amount of years right. that like when you see this behavior, then you'll get this behavior. Like you really have to change your way of thinking like I love you for who you are and I know that you would never hurt me or try to hurt me or anything else. So like I'm hearing what you're saying 
and this is how I'm interpreting it. So I need you to tell me what and like assuming. But assuming that's a layer of communication. So oh, for you sure. Being like this, like, let me know if I'm understanding you mm-hmm. correctly, because this is what I'm hearing. Right. He that gives him the opportunity to correct that. Right. Like that is not right at all what I mean. Right. This reminds me when Justin and I were living with my parents in this like in between period. We were living in the basement and every time my mom would come home, she has heavy feet and she'd be stomping (laughs) and it would take him back to just being a child. Mm -hmm. And when you hear your parents stomping, your trouble, (laughs) trouble comes. (laughs) Right. And so there was like a long, like the whole time we were living at my parents' house, it would make him anxious Mm -hmm. to hear my mom walking around upstairs. And isn't it amazing that it's still does that like and it can have such a lasting yes. effect mm-hmm. so for me or even, like when i come home he has <laughs> like toe. a reaction to oh my gosh should i be sitting here watching tv because i mean i can even relate to like that's growing me. up yeah. and you you know mom comes yeah. home and you go sprinting to the vacuum yeah. and just like pretend <laughs> yeah. you're vacuuming because i was supposed to do this two hours ago and i totally forgot yeah so, but, yeah. so like those things do stick with you right well like, and I listen to a lot of Brene Brown because I love her. I'm listening to her Braving the Wilderness oh, book right she's now. she's so great. I love her so much. But one of the things that she and her husband do, it's fine. I'm sure she's good. <laughs> yeah, she's it's fine. She's, if she nothing great. else, just watch her po- or watch her TED, TED talk, talk on Netflix. Oh, okay. It's so great. Yes. It's, sure. She did this whole study on... Um, she's a researcher. Yeah. Shame and vulnerability or courage and vulnerability. I've actually heard that. It's yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she does this thing with her husband when they are like getting tense where she says the story that I'm telling myself is this. Mm-hmm. I love that. So like, tell me if that's the story you're trying to exhibit to me. Cause it tells the other person like, this is, this is my perception. Right. It's and not, like, it's not here's how doing. I got to this exactly point. Doing, yeah. This is my perception. Yeah. Uh, that can also help by reiterating that that can help Tim know, okay, every time I communicate in this way, She's perceiving it this way. Mm-hmm, and right. so then he can also make, because he doesn't want to make you feel that right. way. And also the way that you repeating that to him doesn't right. make him feel good. Right. So it can help you guys just communicate more effectively. Right. Yeah, we can alter things that we need to, to make that person feel more safe or, um, you know, and, and a lot of that is just constantly you know, having those conversations and, and not and being afraid ask. to be able to do that. I mean, s- some people that are hearing this, you know, I can imagine if this is me hearing this for the first time, you know, stepping into marriage, it's like, oh, that's like, you have that conversation a couple times. And it's like, sometimes it's daily. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially when you begin to start the process of, oh, yeah. of creating a culture of communication in your home and within mm-hmm. your marriage. Yes. It's like, culture is established by doing things over and over mm-hmm. and over again. You look at Chick-fil-A where there is a culture that exists in that company yeah, and it's because they do things over and over. Those good and habits. Over. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's getting a, a pleasure. <laughs> you know, we has, talked about has it getting one. Is it really your I pleasure? I literally think it's the same thing. Like, My pleasure. Yeah. No, it's not. Just say thank you. I feel weird. My brother works at Chick-fil-A uh-huh. and uh, he, well, he, when he first started, he's like, in a management position now, but when he first started, nice. he was he would come home and be like, "Hey, thanks for doing that. Thanks for doing that." He would say, "My pleasure." Like he, he was <laughs> so brainwashed. Yes. That's yeah, amazing. it's like every time, oh, like he no. still says, wow, "My that's pleasure." That's and I'm like, <laughs> "Definitely not your pleasure." <laughs> yeah, but okay, yeah, that's great. Put that positivity uh, out there. Well, and I the think world. a lot going back to what we were talking about because yeah. I have a thought and I don't want to forget it. Um, <laughs> Too late. Did it just fall off your brain? 
No. So a lot of our couples are obviously getting married for the first time. So they haven't been faced with these hard times in their life. Like we talked about earlier, we kind of did everything backwards. So we jumped into a relationship in the midst of chaos and hardship and drama. And we like had to establish good habits early on or else we wouldn't be sitting here. We weren't going to make it. Yeah. So I think having those types of conversations or prepping for those types of conversations before you have to get to them is really important. I always tell people who are struggling with it, like therapy is wonderful. It's like the doctor for your brain. And while I love pastoral input, they are not trained extensively in marriage and you know, conflict resolution and things like that. Like practical, tangible things. Right. Right. Yes. Like long-term things. Um, therapy is like, we love it. Yeah. We're huge fans of therapy. Yeah. Anytime we hear someone that says like, I'm going to therapy, we're just like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like you, you, everyone needs that. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. We're all broken in some ways. So yeah. I think that's the truth. (laughs) There, there's things you don't even realize. And then you get, you get married. Yeah. And, it's like all these things come to the surface that you never knew. Like we're living there, like family of origin. Yep. Mm -hmm. Family of origin. We've talked, we've talked about that. Um, man, what quality do you think two people need to have to have a successful, maybe not even successful as much as like longevity in marriage? Like, can what, I say it at the quality? same time? Because I think I know oh, what you're going to no, say. No, I don't know. <gasps> really? <laughs> well, I What's mean, one word that comes to mind that is the most significant in marriage? Oh, come on. We're usually on the same page no, here. So, well, thanks for that. Yeah, well, uh, you're going to uh, see us. No, I, well, I had one word come out to me, but I don't know if it's the same word for you. Is it seven letters? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh. Empathy. Oh, no, that's no. not what I was going to say. Uh, uh, which wah, is funny because I feel like you talk about this word more than I, I do. Probably, well, you're going to say it. And I'm going to be like, oh, damn it. Yes, that. Intention? No, it's respect. respect. Damn it. Oh. Yes, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, respect. So no. define that because that means different things for different Right. Yeah. So for yourself and for your spouse. And because if you don't respect yourself, how can you respect anyone that you're in a relationship with? Yeah, totally. Because you're just assuming that they also dislike you and disrespect you which affects your behaviors yeah. and the way you do things but dog. like something that i even learned from tim is like not speaking negatively about your spouse to other people ever yeah. right so obviously there's safe spaces or safe people where like you're just vent. like i'm trying to process right. this yeah. or like help me through it yeah right. help me understand or whatever but like man some of these women we hear it at like kids school activities or whatever where like or bible studies where <laughs> all they want to do is just talk shit on their husbands and on their kids and i'm like yeah my husband's fucking awesome well yeah. it's just like and then you gotta awesome. think too like why are you with this guy yeah. right he sounds yeah. like you hate him right yeah, yeah. Like, yeah why would you're you not in a be? safe that's not a safe place right. no. like where if i we were sitting here and i was like you guys justin man <laughs> Yesterday, he, he told me he was going to go to the pool store and he didn't go to the pool store and I just don't or whatever. Right. Like this is a safe versus gossip. Right. Right. And th- not that I'm saying that you have to like put up this big facade that Which everything's no. perfect that and either. it's fine. But like if it's not necessary. Yeah. If your people that you're venting to are just going to fuel it and be like, yeah, forget yeah. him. Like versus like try to like coach right. you towards like. Right. 
res- resolving something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if they're your people. That no, you should be sharing that. And stuff you with. also like a negative mind is a negative life. Yeah. And if you're around yeah. people who that. are constantly negative, that's all that comes out of it. As we've seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah we're face to face with that with some things right now, and it's and it's it's hard. It's hard watching uh, because you know like you could give this person like some wisdom if they would just hear it Mm -hmm. and some people just don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With respect, what were the, was there a time and can you think of a time where you've seen like disrespect in, because I think some people may not be able to name the disrespect that's happening in like their life and their like relationship and Mm -hmm. like healing that. I think that's more so my question. If there's like a taste of disrespect in your relationship, how do you overcome that and get to, you know, respecting, like earning each other's respect again? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> you can think on that. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a perfect wife, so yeah. he has zero examples no. for you. Uh, so you're, you're asking if you sense the disrespect, how do you, how do you, how do you, manage how do you counter that? Yeah. How do you, how do you, um, I, yeah, I think it comes back down to, um, having an open line of communication with each other and being, you know, from the very beginning saying, and that I, we did this in the very beginning of the relationship. We, we always said, and I think you said it first, you were like, I want you to always be able to tell me if I've ever done anything to hurt you mm-hmm. or if I've ever done anything, even if it's not real or even if it's just perceived, I always want you to be able to tell, be able to talk to me about it, you know, not in like an angry way or anything, but just right. be able to talk about those yeah. things with me because, because again, we hate hurting each other. So, mm-hmm. Um, now, if you wait until we're in a fight and have a laundry list of 10 things that I've done that's irritating to you, I'm not going to listen. Right. right. So you can't let that happen. Right. You can't let stuff build up. You got to you gotta get, I, and again, I'm a big fan of putting it on the line right then and there and just saying, <laughs> we got to figure this out right now. I don't love um, that. And yeah. I've Liz, gotten better. She, you've gotten, you're amazing at it now. I feel like we, we, we do that way more than we did. Um, so yeah, I think, I think just being able to, to have that other person be honest with you and say, uh, this is one of the ways I felt disrespected today. We've had it happen where like, I haven't backed her up on one of the, she's told one of our kids that, um, you know, what they did something stupid or dumb or no, no, she didn't say that to him, but she's like, they've, they've were acting like an ass and yeah. she called him out on it and I'll be like, ah, it wasn't that big a deal. And she's just like, what the hell, man? Mm, You're yeah. supposed to be my backup on this. And I'm, and I'm immediately like, oh, shit. Sorry. You're right. Yep. I was. That was disrespectful. So it's things like that. She's got to have the ability to say, hey, not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? And I have to be I have to be man enough to say, to take a look at it and say, yeah, you're right. That wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. I'll right. try not to do that again. So how did you two know? Because you have you just have such good communication how did you? We two don't always. Nope. <laughs> don't, like, this is the highlight reel, actually. Like, They're yeah, get I in mean, the car and fight. obviously, <laughs> obviously, we can say all the right things, but uh, like, do it, like, implementing we're them. Not we're not perfect, right. obviously. No. But you do. Ha- some people can't communicate, right? right. Yeah. You guys do have the ability to communicate, and right. you yes. can communicate effectively. Of course, we all suck sometimes. Yeah, right? sure. like we're human. Marriage yeah. is hard. And mm-hmm. It is. But how did you two know that, like, it was time for you guys to get married and enter into <laughs> your wedding fiasco drama yeah. all I the think, things i think when you're when you're when you when you're getting married for a second time it's it's probably a lot faster because you know you're established 
you know, in your careers and, and things like that. And one of you already has quadruplets. It's not me. It wasn't me. So it, I think it, it, it wasn't a sense of urgency at all. It was just like, uh, we know we're compatible now. We know more than compatible. You know, we were absolutely 100% positive we were in love. And what, you know, what was, what was holding us back at that point? Were, were there any barriers there, you know? And the barriers were drama. other people, yeah. Yeah, drama, I think we family also drama, stuff like that. We're trying to wait until things like settle down sure. somewhat i mean yeah, the, yeah absolutely there's an appropriate amount of time right i would i would say but it's different for everybody um but for us it was just okay we're you know what we're ready to to live our lives now we're ready to totally. be happy we're ready to be content um and we desired that like that's what we wanted we just wanted to be content and happy and um so that's for us that have was, him stuck with me forever yeah <laughs> you can't leave well i guess i could leave your first away. divorce <laughs> you guys did have a wedding locally we yes. did now you didn't want a wedding locally though. yeah no. we, we first talked about it we were gonna go to colorado yeah or somewhere that was so one what of the happened to make that decision shift a lot of things. Logistics. Yeah. Getting. But we also we had a lot there. of people come and tell us like, hey, we would love to do this for you guys. Right. Like we would love to extend our passions and help celebrate this day with you guys also. Yeah. And That's all, so beautiful. Like, yeah. It was so sweet and unexpected. Which, we had we, so many gifts. From if we were, pl- if we got, because cl- we got close during your wedding planning. Yeah. I so probably would have done the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was that combined with like when we really started thinking about the people that we really wanted to be there, like there were so many people and we were just like for us. Yes. Obviously it would be magical if it was just us and the kids and it'd be fine. But like we, we kind of already got the opportunity to do that just in life. And so we really wanted to do something that would, really be a thank you for everyone who was so supportive and loving. Some people were there that were not. <laughs> Their food they was were poison. very yes. few. That's right. It was cold at the least. Yeah. Those were obligatory invites, but yeah. did you Please. do anything on your wedding day other than like that and your vendors that was intentional? I mean, the vows were intentional. Yeah, they, and I yeah. feel like our first look was really important too. Yep. Yeah, the first look was. That was definitely... Um, Why have, did you guys decide to do that, by the way? First look. <laughs> from a... Yeah. From a personal... I mean, right. I know there's like... From a business well, standpoint. There's, talk, you know. there's yeah. personal and there's the business side of it. There's a logistical reason for it, but then there's also a very emotional part of it too. Um, it, you know, for us, we found with the couples that we have shot, uh, the ones that do a first look, we get a much more genuine reaction out of the guys. Um, especially the guys, um, because they're not sitting up there in front of 100 people, 150, 200 people. Yep. Uh, they're not nervous. I mean, they're nervous, but they're nervous about seeing their wife, and that's mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know, and that's a good thing to be nervous about. Like I, I, I anytime yeah, I hear yeah, a groom yeah, tell yeah. me that, I just that's all right, man. It like, just means that's where you, you need care. to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're right where you need it's to like be. It's like game exactly. day. So yeah. um, for us, it was it was more about um, more about that, just wanting that time, you know with each other and being able to spend more of the day with each mm-hmm. other, you know, because yeah. the, the folks that you don't do a first look, yeah. yeah, you, Gosh. you miss all that time with them. And we had so much fun. Well, And you're never alone. It's true. Yeah. So that's really something that I encourage with our couples 
like the advantages of a first look, obviously everything that Tim said, but like, you're really not going to be alone at all if you don't. Yeah. Until yeah. the end of the night when yeah. you're tired and all and you want to like, do is go to sleep. Like, do you want to? Yeah. We got bed. plenty of time for <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. But there's, and then there's the logistical side yeah. of it where, you know, you're, you're going to get more pictures or you're going to have more time and, and all of that. But for us, I think it was more of the emotional side of it that we wanted to do. Yeah. First look. And just like, it's great. It was, it was like we talked about earlier, everything that we went to, we went through was worth it in that moment. Yeah. Like just being able to like be there with just each other and Craig and Mary and Katie and Levi. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like really celebrate, like we finally did it. Like yeah. we're finally it here. Was. It's finally happening. Our kids are walking towards us and our was. family was, was there. Like crossing like, a finish line yeah. at the after top a marathon. Of the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You had to and climb yeah. that. And it was, and you were like, I just remember thinking like, I can't believe we made it. Yeah. We we did it. Yeah. I really, like, I know, I knew for the, for this, you know, entire time that we were going to do it, but like, it just hits you in that moment that like, okay, now it's real. Mm -hmm. Well, you have a moment to talk. Yes. Yes. You had a moment to actually say that to each other. Like, wow, we're here. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that was special for sure. Can you think of anything else that was intentional? Man, um, oh, Matthew Mayfield. <laughs> that was oh not God. intentional. We had. I mean, no not for idea. us, but it was intentional well, for oh, our was, friends. No, it was intentional because. Oh, that's li- true. So Matthew Mayfield is I one got of made our fun of. favorite artists ever. He's amazing. Um, so go check him out. Literally, yeah. they uh, are so obsessed. Matthew Matthew Mayfield, like, he's, he's such a great songwriter. Joked um, about naming Lincoln. Just a really Matthew <laughs> sweet guy, <laughs> but um, he was kind of the soundtrack for our relationship. You know, as we were. Um, uh, building our relationship and so she said at one point when we were playing the wedding she goes i'm gonna send him an invitation and i was like okay he's not gonna come but you can send him I was an like invitation. maybe you'll get like a cd or something <laughs> right. an autographed album and so um we're at csb the night before the wedding just having beers with everybody and just kind of a rehearsal get together of sorts and um two or three of our friends said hey we've got one more present for you guys we're gonna go out the car and get it and so I'm like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. I was hoping it was a bottle of scotch or something. And, yeah. Uh, she r- walks down yeah, the sidewalk. I was sidewalk. at the food truck. She was at the food truck, and all of a sudden I hear Lizzie gasp, and I look over, and Matthew has this wide brim hat that he always wears, and here's this hat walking through the crowd, and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I was sobbing. And it was Matthew Mayfield. I tell you Mayfield that I fangirled walking. out of my freaking mind? Yeah. Walking I, up to her, ugh. she was sobbing. I'm like, I'm beside Blown myself. Away. I couldn't yeah. believe it. So they had, uh, they had called him and said, "Hey, what would it take for you to come out here and play this wedding?" And I'm like, I, "If you had told me Matthew Mayville was going to come and play our wedding, I don't know what I would." So you done. hung out with him the night before. Yeah. And oh yeah, then had drinks with him. Went sobbing to Mort's. the whole time. I cried I mean, multiple times. It was so cool, and he was just such a genuine, nice guy. Yeah. And, and we were um, the second wedding he's ever played, yeah. <laughs> and the first one was his sister's. Yeah. So, so we felt really special, yeah. you know, because Ugh. of that. But then, what's really funny is we had been trying to see him in concert for a couple of years, and every time we'd try to go see him, something would happen, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't work out. And um, the first time we saw him play live was when we were walking up to our uh i mean he was sound checking beforehand but yes. well but the first time we saw him actually play a, a song was at what yeah i mean that was really emotional for me it was just like it, it was just this idea that like we've been trying to do this year and the first time we we're gonna see him live is when he's playing us down the aisle yeah that's 
crazy to me and then he played the reception he did and he he kept saying like lizzie what songs do you want to hear my brain was like quick forget every matthew mayfield song that you know (laughs) you're like uh uh, Uh, my humps no that's yeah right uh. sorry He'd probably uh, play that though. Uh, what, yeah, so that was definitely not intentional, but it was. Wasn't I he going to be amazing. your first dance song anyway? He was. Oh yeah, yeah he so was. He was, and he was already like one of his songs was already our processional and recessional songs. Yeah, and then our first dance song, and so he got to play the first dance song that we chose was "Why We Try," and it's a duet originally. Yeah, with this other girl. And um, he was like, yeah, I had to like rewrite it for you guys because I've never played Last it night live in my before. Hotel room, yeah, and I was like, like, okay, you're just sitting here telling me that you're you writing a like specially wrote this song yeah. or arranged the song for us. It was so every like. So that was that was that was like wow. the cherry on top of our day. Yeah. Well, the coolest thing in my opinion about all of that is that your friends made that happen. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so in all of that, that's where, and you already kind of touched on it, but we just felt so loved that yeah. day. Yeah. Taken care of. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was overwhelming yeah. to say the least to have all these vendors who were family, mm-hmm. um, treat us that way. Like, cause we don't, we don't think we deserve it by any <laughs> means, you know, we're just, we just, so we just love funny. people. And, and I mean, I guess that comes back around, Yeah, but, uh, but that was that was insane. Yeah, like that. All of all of it was just insane. You know. Well, and like people were sending us because we went on a like pseudo honeymoon the next day, and people were Lizzie's sending do us, a honeymoon. Yeah. That's what she's trying to say. It was like a work trip. <laughs> I mean, we got to play obviously we too. Did. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I was just having people send me like pictures and text messages and stuff, and I was like crying on the plane because I was yeah. like, it's just so amazing that after again after all of the shit that we went through like and all of the friends that we lost and family relationships that we lost like things are better now and we have more authentic relationships now than we ever had and we ever could have dreamed of having and you will you will find out who your real friends are when you go through those types of things yeah (laughs) Yeah. you you'll find out who they are and you'll be thankful for yeah. it. Yeah. Like that for me, I like that was the one of the best things that came out of the 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 drama that we went through was I found out who were my real friends it's and like who a I could really oh, yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. yeah. And it was much needed. Yeah, people definitely wow. reveal themselves yeah. in the midst of stress. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Wedding planning sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But the wedding day for you guys like made it all well in wedding planning i don't know how much that sucked for it you, really actually. didn't suck a lot well, for and us. I, but it's i think it didn't suck for us because we 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 gave our our vendors that, that freedom yeah you um, didn't to like, do their to thing micromanage. didn't micromanage it and i think that's where a lot of of brides get anxious a either they've got a parent telling them well this is what you need to do or b they they have seen their friends and other yep. people and comparison. they're trying to live up to yeah comparison oh, totally comparison is the root of all unhappiness mm-hmm. and oh, i I I fully believe that um, these brides that come into it with these huge expectations, um, they're they're going to get disappointed no matter what because yeah. there's, there's no way that it's ever going to live up to that. And I so agree. if you can just take a step back and say, what's important here? It's important that two people are getting married today, mm-hmm. and that's it. If that happens, success. Yeah. Everything else is just a detail. Sometimes very expensive details, <laughs> but details. <laughs> nonetheless and you you've you've got to keep focused on just the two of you and your relationship Mm -hmm. all the rest of it you just you gotta you gotta 
hit it out there in the universe and, and hopefully, you know, hope that it, it works out the way you want it to. But if it doesn't, it's, it's not like your marriage is going to be over because right. your florist messed up on the flowers or you didn't get the right ribbon around your bouquet (laughs) the quality of your wedding does not equal the quality of your marriage i am forever going to be quoting jessica great quote really good quote i had somewhere i was gonna go but the only time i was actually stressed or anything but super joyful on our wedding day was when my freaking bridesmaids (laughs) were late they weren't late we were like 10 minutes behind and I was like I'm trying to go see my husband now so I'm gonna leave without you because I need to go there yeah so which also would be okay yeah it's fine you know it also obviously ended up working out I was mostly joking with them but also Tim is like my like emotionally he's your safe place yeah Yeah. like yeah like I need that yeah and I was like I could feel myself getting anxious for if I go see him I'm gonna feel that and I mean you guys have seen it when you know you do first looks or someplace or something like that you see the tension Mm -hmm. just Just melts melts away yes oh yeah and you're just like okay thank goodness now we can get some good pictures 100% (laughs) of the time we do a first look they're always like one of if not both always say I'm so glad we did this. Yep. I feel so much better yes. now. Yeah. Like, now we can yes. just have fun. The shoulders come down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yes. Yeah. And they're relaxed and it's fine. Yeah. So. Man, this has been so good. I loved every <laughs> second of this. Awesome. I would love so to keep going like <laughs> 10 more hours. We could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had any last words for like our listeners in, in like any advice you want to give. I mean, it could be about anything we've talked about. I love that this conversation has centered around communication mm-hmm. because it's yeah. so, so, so important. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, any tips on communication or just anything it could be anything. So with wedding planning, we always tell people trust your vendors. They're yeah. professionals for a reason. So Pinterest is fine. <laughs> fine. But don't, it's okay. Don't obsess over things that you really can't control. So let the vendors do what they're good at. Yeah. Because there's a reason they're in business. If yeah. your flowers don't look exactly the same as the photo on Pinterest, it's going to be fine. fine. They're right. just flowers. It's going to be great. Yeah. And again, still nobody's going to remember what your bouquet looked like. Nobody's going to. And that's a big one. Is yeah. is is this going to matter in five years? Or in a, tomorrow? Good. Yeah. Like, Do you remember what we ate at our wedding? Yeah, right? See, no, I remember matter. I sat next to Jillian. That's, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's my favorite picture of all of us is like, I'm explaining something. <laughs> like maybe meeting Matthew Mayfield or our first look or something. And both of you are like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, holding, it's so cute. I lo- It's like such a little girl moment. Oh, I love it. I always it. thought that moment was you like talking about how I. No, it was like your first look. Vows. Right. That's yeah. totally what it was. Oh, okay. Something yeah, that super. Was it. <laughs> I, remember. I remember. It was about Tim. It was fine. It probably I was about a, you, I honestly. I definitely got upset stage by Matthew Mayfield but I was okay with it that is he's not so true cool. yeah the only reason I love him so much is because of you <laughs> that's, so. true. that's true I think um advice I would give to to couples on communication is just that um you 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 try and remember why you got into the relationship to begin with you know what were those qualities that you saw in her um at the very beginning because we can we can lose sight of those pretty pretty quickly uh when we, when we start getting into the the thick of it um so if you try and just remember like what was it that initially attracted me to this person and um and how how can i you know be of service to them how can i serve them how can yeah. i uh make their life easier 
Um, but you do that. I mean, that just takes a certain type of person too. And not everybody's like that. And so <laughs> then you get in the area of you're dating somebody um, and you're with someone like that, that doesn't care about that kind of stuff. Well, I would question why you would want to spend the rest of your life with someone like that. Right. If that's, that's important to you. Um, it's good. Yeah. So uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to break up anybody's <laughs> I feel that way on this podcast right now, so but, many times. Yeah, right. But at the same time, man, like. But there's going to be an element of truth there and an element totally. of reality because there are a lot of girls are going into these, these, these marriages uh, with these, you know, fantasies, which th- I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having fantasies, but um but the expectations are just the expectations yeah. so off the chart. And especially if this person just is not on the same, not even the same playing field, but not even the same sport. Right. You know? And having a wedding is not going to fix your relationship problems. Yeah. I, I tend to take a more, I felt, I feel bad about it. I was just talking to you about this today. Like I tend to take a more pessimistic view of like realistic, realistic, <laughs> realistic, realistic view of like, take it back. I have no clue. Right. right. Have no clue what they're about to get into. Right. And, How hard it is. And even listeners hearing that, you may be like, oh, well, you don't even know me. I've and, been right. living you know, with my and it's fiance like, for four years. It's like, guys, years. you just, you, you don't right. know. Right. And, and it, it's all about humility, communication, humility, yeah. you know, like being selfless, all of these traits that do not come natural to right. us right. because we are human. Right. Like, we all want our way. We all want the thing that's going to make us feel the best. And sometimes the thing that's going to make us feel the best is calling someone an asshole or, or saying you're wrong or right. whatever, or this and that. And, yep. and we have to learn ways to communicate. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of, and some of that uh, needs to be involved in therapy and totally. there's such a stigma on therapy. And I hope that's getting better these days. And I think it is, but there's nothing wrong with going to couples therapy and, and do it before there's a problem. Yes. Do it like, before there's it's a problem. 100%. So important. Can you imagine a, a therapist that gets a call? It's like, so what's going on? It's like, well, we're going to get married. We just want to level up our communication. Communication. He wouldn't yeah. know what to do. Like, They'd be like, uh, you mean this, the house hasn't burned down yet? Like <laughs> right. we get yeah. to actually do some preventative work here. Yeah. Right. And yeah. gosh, like, it's don't so you, important. don't you want your doctor to have some training before he cuts you open? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So why are we just jumping into that in the chaos? Well, and communication is not something you're really taught either. No. At least, at least I think our generation and before not any knock to our parents, but it wasn't as important or like it wasn't known that it was as important. Right. It's not, it wasn't modeled to us. Right. Right. And that's something like we just, I just sat our kids down the other day because they got in a little fight with each other in the car and they came home and went separate ways and I was like nope we're not gonna do that because that's (laughs) the that's the conditioning that you guys have been used to and like this is how healthy relationships work so you're gonna sit here and you're gonna shut up and you're gonna tell me your story and then you're gonna shut up and then she's gonna tell me her story you you made him do it right away because that's a healthy no oh you guys heard it yeah I didn't (laughs) I didn't she she was always like no I I part of her deal is like I need time to to decompress it but, depends on the situation. But I did, I it's did, true. but I did love that because I was listening to it from the hallway. Yeah. Um. And and th- that's another deal too is if you are coming into, uh, you know, a situation like that, um, where there's kids already involved. Blended family. Um. Yeah. Uh. You you have to treat that other person as an authority figure. Mm-hmm. Like you have to let your kids know, like, no, she's an authority. Yeah. Figure. Like she the only reason I have when a, you're acting out a yeah. good relation, not the only reason. A big reason why I have a good relationship with my kids is because their dad made sure that they always respected me yeah. and treated me as another parent. Yeah. Yeah. 
which was huge. huge. Like it wasn't like, and like even having a one year old, one and a half year old, like it's not like Lizzie's kid and Tim's kid. It's like your little brother, not your little half brother or whatever. Like it, it's a very uniformed. I mean, our kids are great too. So it's it's not like they would ever think of (laughs) separating the two or whatever, but they also know that I respect them Yeah, and they see me respecting their dad. And so they know that they can also respect their dad because of me modeling that, but they can also respect me because I'm doing my part. And But for those people that don't have, never had it modeled for them or never had a healthy relationship with their parents or um, it can still be learned. Right. Yes. Totally. Plenty of material out there um, to help people better communicate yeah so well, and telling people that you want to get better at yes, something yes, is a yes. big thing so they can hold you accountable a yeah. great book the relationship cure by dr john gottman love the gottmans he and say, his I wife has yeah name. they have the gottman institute um oh, yeah. but it's the relationship cure is so great in it really like um dives into identifying your communication styles they're called uh, bids, uh, bids for connection. Yeah. Like how you do that, how you need it reciprocated, not just in relational, like romantic relationships, but like working relationship, mm-hmm. family, friends, all of the above. But like, it's so great. And Brene Brown's podcasts are also great. <laughs> and chances are your bid is probably different from your podcast. Oh, 100%. Yes. It's like love <laughs> languages. Yeah. Like. What yep. I'm really good at is not what I need you to give me. Yeah. Right. But what I need you to give me is I suck at that. So, yeah, yeah just really knowing yourself is so important. And self-awareness. Being yes. honest with yourself. Yeah. Because yes. that's a hard thing to do is acknowledge where your, fault, like where your are. faults are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Truly, I mean, I really do think that recipe for a good marriage is like, you just got to have two people that are committed to working on themselves. Yes. Like, yeah. you got to want to better yourself. And then you have to be able to love the other person even if they never change, like don't right. ass- like you have to go into it assuming they're, they're not going to change. Gonna right. I'm going to change. Right. Yeah. Because the change is up to them. Exactly. You, know, you, and can't, you can't control that. You can't do right. that. You cannot yeah. control it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <sighs> so much. So deep. Seriously. <laughs> All the things, man. You guys. This was great though. This, this was, was really cool. So good. Yeah. It's and well done. It's so much. I'm telling you, I think a big part of this, it's better in person. Whoa, 100%. Uh, it is better in person. Yeah. I know that's not always possible. No. Right. You know, but we're sometimes far dyna- away from other There's people. a dynamic that exists in yep. person that's just different. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Ashley, you got anything else you want to add? I probably, but I shouldn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Ashley has something to say. Oh, well, where can they find that? Oh, oh yeah. Since yes. we're such avid social media true, yeah. influencers. Uh, we, we're working on it. Yeah. It's, we always say that. But and you, then we you know, people may like hear you and love you. That's fair. They, like, they, oh my God, right. we need to hire them to Absolutely. shoot our wedding. So they can also find fair. you okay. and more people that follow you. It's going to make you be like, okay, I really do need to up be getting on social uh, we media. Do. We've known that for a long and time. And their packages are only $500. So <laughs> hire them. <laughs> no. That is false. At another true. zero. <laughs> Close though, close. Okay. Uh, no, y- you can find us on Instagram uh, at at tdphoto mm-hmm. and tdphoto.liz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have kind of two. Lizzie's got a. I rarely post on mine. Yeah. If anything, I'm just repeating posts from you. So yours. But is... both are a lot of fun to 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 look through. And then we're also on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and our website is timdavisphotography.com. Hit him up. Give him a follow. 
Thanks. enjoyed. We'll have to have you guys on again. This we'd love last to. Time. Yeah, like we'd absolutely was, love this to. This was so much fun. Yeah. So, guys, give us a follow and connect with us on Instagram at the Bridal Breakdown, and then join our Facebook community, uh, the Bridal Breakdown Community. Um, you can find a link in the show notes, or you can just go search it on Facebook. Uh, but easiest place is show notes. So, we hope you guys have a fantastic day. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.